1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Hello again. Welcome back to The Bachelor Podcast. My name is Ryan Jones, joined as always by Katie Waite. Hello, Katie. Hello. Week three of The Matchelor. and uh, it's really just a continuation of last week. We, uh, we start with a rose ceremony,
0: and it's drama from the jump. I honestly thought that this the episode was one of the most roller coaster, like emotion wise episodes that I don't want to say ever, but we've had yeah. in a long time.
2: That, <laughs> would so many that would be Chris Harrison speak. That would be Chris Harrison's speak. The most dramatic episode we've yeah. ever
0: had. <laughs> Not quite the most dramatic ever. Um, but it was up there. There were so, there were highs, lows, um, everything. And it yeah. was just, Constantly, like, you'd have a really good, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, a really good one-on-one date, and then it would, like, switch into, like, just (laughs) having a mental breakdown in a hotel, to, like, mean girls, to, it was everything all rolled into one, well, two hours.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, when we were watching last week's episode, we wondered, sort of, why would you cut the episode where you did, because... It's Sarah, you know, whatever you want to call it, passing out, feeling faint, whatever, getting sick. And she already has a rose. So, like, why would this even be worth starting the next episode at? And, well, now Mm -hmm. we know why. Because the entire episode was some version of how much crap does Sarah deserve versus how far have the women gone over the the edge and even – that encapsulated even the one-on-one because they had to sort of delay that while we dealt with this.
0: Yeah. I honestly think like after seeing her with the, like, honestly, just with her and her mental health and like panic attacks and how she's dealing with this, I don't think that that was a fake, like blackout. (laughs) Like, I, I think that's, that was real. And that's kind of how it started. I'm not saying I'm not justifying everything else she does in this episode. Um, Definitely. But um, I can see how she might have actually blacked out. It was like what what the stress just started to get to her. And then the following week of dates definitely did not help.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think watching it last week, I was very up in the air about it leaning more towards oh god she's faking but why even bother because you already have a rose like it just doesn't right. make sense and so I think I'm with you I think she definitely had a thing whatever it was but unfortunately um, to, to steal a sort of a poker or, or gambling um, word she was then on tilt because then everything she did was wrong and mm-hmm. and I not necessarily like I don't know, maybe wrong's the right, the wrong, (laughs) wrong is the wrong word, but she just, she couldn't do anything to dig herself out. All she did was just dig her hole deeper and it just from the jump. So like the next morning, everyone's still talking about like, oh, she doesn't even want to hang out with us. She, she didn't apologize. Victoria's saying now she's the one that has to go. Um, and it just, I think it set the the tone for sort of the entire episode.
0: Yeah, I think like after something like that it's kind of hard to come back from something like that in a house quote unquote of however many girls 20 something girls um she I mean whether it was fake or not like she probably was super embarrassed um and but she also kind of liked that attention, I think that moment she got with Matt after she fainted, um, I think it was kind of just a mix of a lot of emotions that she was having. Also it back in the back of her mind, the whole family thing, not knowing if she, this is even really for her, which it's, it's not, um, <laughs> but I think it was just, she didn't know how to handle all the different kinds of emotions that she was yeah. having right and which i honestly probably wouldn't either but it's it takes a very specific girl or guy i think to get into this you know this type of reality series life um but she's it's not for her
2: <laughs> it's just that she did so she does the fainting and whatever and i think she I don't even know if you need to apologize for that, especially if it were real, but then to follow that up with sort of ostracizing yourself from the group and then crashing the group date and interrupting someone and then- Yeah, like
0: you're making it worse. You're you're making it worse.
2: So I agree that it's hard to come back from, but it's impossible to come back from it when every single thing you do is just dropping another bomb on yourself. And it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, you guys are mad at me, so I'm going to crash the date and interrupt someone's time and then make it super awkward because I refuse to leave. And then I'm going to try to apologize, but then not know how to properly put it into words because people actually question me on it. And she made it worse that way. And then she made it worse by staying in her room, basically nonstop. Like everything she did just made it worse and worse.
0: Yeah. And I don't think she knew she was making it worse. Like (laughs) I thought she was like, Oh, maybe if I just remove myself from the situation, then like they'll forgive me and they'll just forget about it and it will kind of just go away. Um, But no, it was the opposite. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And it goes back to, I think, exactly what you're saying about how she's not built, clearly not built for this, because every single instinct she had about her situation and any sort of awareness you thought maybe she had was just completely wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like everything.
0: Yeah. And, and to you think like you don't, when you're in those rooms, like as we know, like you don't, you, you don't have anything else for you to think about really like you don't have magazines you don't have books you don't have your phone you don't have a computer like you're just in your thoughts all the time and that's what producers like they want you to get in in your head and start making all these you know crazy outlandish gestures of of mental breakdowns really (laughs) kind of like which is like really sick but that's what it is Yeah. And in the middle of all this, um,
2: the there's a group date that has to happen. And um, this is another thing that sort of lights her fuse because she's not on the group date, but she has to watch the group date, which um, is, you know, we we see them walk in and it's our old friend Ashley uh, (laughs) reading what we all none of us knew we needed in our life, which is Chris Harrison penned smut.
0: Do we need it in our life though? <laughs> don't we? Aren't you going to read it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I might actually, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I didn't know it was a thing. I, I thought I did know he wrote a book at some point and I thought it was, I don't know, just a, a novel. I didn't without even know what smarts. it was. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I was like, oh yeah, cool. He wrote a book. He has a wedding ring line now. Like, cool. I didn't know what kind of book it was.
2: Well, now I have to wonder what kind of wedding ring line it is. I mean, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. I would love to see, I, I'm i sure some we could find it somewhere, but I'd love to see the sales like today on that book.
2: Oh, it's got to be through the roof. I mean, like I said, I know you're going to read it now. To you be just... like,
0: it has to be like number one on something.
2: Absolutely. And it leads to having all the people on the date sort of have to write their own I guess chapter, uh, but with them as the stars. Literally. Yeah, with with Matt and basically outlining, I guess, what their fantasy suite situation
0: would be like, I guess. Yeah, something like that.
2: <laughs> and some get a little a little more graphic than others. And I'm not sure I'm not sure the best way to go here because He sort of straddled, no pun intended, the line by saying to some like, oh, yeah, it's good that you kept, you know, some, you know, something for the imagination. And then for the I want to bleep you like a bleep and then a bleep and we bleep together, bleep, bleep. He's like, that was the best. It was so great. And
0: what do you want?
2: (laughs) Which was exactly the point of the the chapter. What do you want?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, apparently he wants everything. So God apparently. bless, I guess. Um, and it's big shock, but uh, you know, we're leading up to it and you know, someone like Katie's is obviously uh, a little risque, and but then the only person that can top that is Victoria, who is obviously. every other, like, I don't even know that. Maybe we got like three words.
0: Yeah, there were so many beeps. I was like, is is this just like a joke? Like, producers just threw in a bunch of, like, like an over-the-top amount of beeps. Um, but no, it probably was, it was, probably was her.
2: Right. And everybody was. is having a great time laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Except Sarah in the back, who, it's the start of, like, breakdown number three. And this revelation that usually we're not talking about and we've we've said this a few times this season already usually we're not talking about this until the final four or final five when shockingly somebody has the realization that oh my god he's dating There's other, other women <laughs> you mean he doesn't just date me and have these other people around uh, <laughs> as window dressing oh my god yeah. he could be intimate with another woman or another man oh yeah,
0: yeah. this is this is I think is might be one of the earliest realizations. <laughs> like week three, like wow.
2: Yeah. And she made it clear that she knew that that this was part of the deal. You know, oh I'm not stupid. But when you see oh. it, yeah, I know. Are <laughs> you though? Know. Um, but when you actually see it in front of you, you know, it's just it's a knife through the heart and it's
0: I mean, I get that like, yeah. Oh, okay. He has like 19 other girlfriends. But then when you actually see it happening and him reacting with that, like I can understand that, but still it's also what you signed up for.
2: Right. And so I think most people are able to compartmentalize a little bit better and, and, or just stick their head in the sand sort of, you know, if I don't see it, it doesn't exist type situation and are okay with that. And even though the other people that were there and did see it didn't seem to go off the rails, clearly Sarah just can't process seeing him with another woman, even though 30 other women are there.
0: Yeah, and someone's, someone said that actually to her um, at one point in the house, and I don't know who it was because... Yeah. <laughs> I lost Who's my notes. Well, and I lost my notes, but I also didn't know who it was. It wasn't like... <laughs> "Quote unquote main character," um, but she was like, "You." She said something along the lines of, "You can't be in denial. Like this is what's, this is where we are. This is what's happening. Like people are going to keep getting dates, and you're not going to be on every date. So, um, I, the quick, the,
2: the sooner you realize that, the better off you're going to be in this competition right. because that's what it is. It's a competition, mm-hmm. and." We're twenty-five seasons in, and things have always been the same. There are twenty to thirty women dating the same person at the same time. Like you know what you're getting yep. into. You weren't dropped, you know, out of nowhere into this show that you've never experienced before, or or that have seen before. Obviously, you've hopefully never experienced right. it before. And she just can't process that. But then we just start spiraling, and you know the the one on one. The one-on-one, I guess we'll get to in a bit, because I, I do want to wrap up this uh, this group date. So she's not part of the second half, where, or she's not supposed to be part of the second half of this date. And right. obviously, they go to dinner, and they're supposed to have their sort of cocktail hour. But she decides, oh, my God, I have to talk to Matt. This is Sarah. I have to talk to Matt right this moment about what's happening in my mind. and." Mm-hmm the best time to do that is while he's on another date. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. Because yeah, why why wouldn't you choose that exact moment? And um the women questioned him on that, questioned her on that and she didn't ever really have a good answer for that or really any question that mm-hmm. they had for her, which is always a great sign when yeah. every question I ask you just ha ah, sonana I'm hamana I'm hamana hamana hamana. Yeah. Like you look a
0: great it. look yeah
2: and she i think produced in the middle of her her meltdown produced one of maybe one of the best scenes maybe just the bachelor but maybe overall in bachelor nation where you know oh i just need a little time and katie goes back and is talked into no you go steal your time back yeah and so katie says okay hey can i steal him back and it's oh, can I have five more minutes? Um, And then they start bartering. Like, well, how about two more minutes?
0: (laughs) They're literally just negotiating, like, right in front of him. But honestly, like, he, I mean, Matt should have said something, regardless of, even if he wasn't on one person's side, like, even if he didn't say, oh, Katie, you know, I I just need a few minutes, or Sarah, you know what? Like, this is Katie's time. Like, you're not, this is a group date. You're not on this date, like something like that. But he was just, he literally just sat there <laughs> and like, we see it all the time. Like it happens bachelorette bachelor. Like they just sit there cause they either don't know what to do or they're not allowed to jump in and say anything and just let, let's see what happens type of thing. Um, but he just sat there and he didn't know he was like, what do I do?
2: Yeah. You're right. He didn't have to pick a side. He just had to, he yeah. could have just diffused it and said, Hey, this isn't your date. Go away. Or okay, let me just wrap this up. We'll be with you in two minutes. Uh, as opposed yeah, to, I
0: promise, I'll go find you.
2: Let them Something go like back and forth. But Katie, God bless her. Um, you know, because obviously the best name is says. Okay, well, I'm just since this is our group date, um, I'm just going to hang out over here. And she literally goes five feet away, just standing there <laughs> while he's trying to sort of talk Sarah through this, and then switches sort of to more generalities when he's speaking to her,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: what we talked about. And when we were having our time together, the things we spoke about and then like, Oh, can I walk you out? And he created this monster because then of course he, on the way out, he gives her a big kiss and thanks her for coming and seeing him. And that I think led her to think, well, I can just keep doing this even though she's, saying both in the moment and to the other girls, like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And I have a target on my back, blah, blah, blah. But because Matt kept sort of like, all right, thank you. Great job. <laughs> Why yeah, would you I stop? Think,
0: I think another thing like we have to remember is that he's never done this before. <laughs> and like, so he probably doesn't really know a lot of things that he shouldn't be doing. I mean, I'm sure he was prepped very well, but, um, like some, some situations he might, he doesn't have the, I don't want to say training, but he doesn't have the experience (laughs) of being in their shoes.
2: Sure. Yeah. And I think she, every time she realizes, oh my God, I did something wrong, but then it's countered with, well, Matt's telling me I'm doing something right. So maybe that's part of it too, on top of the personal stuff and, like yeah. you said, just not being built for this. But when, forget about when she tried to apologize to the group and that was a crash and burn. But then even outside when they're like, listen, uh, I, we were legitimately worried about you and worried for your health. And if you're coming here to say you can't do this and you're going home, we'll let you go home. Go home. But if you're just doing this for attention, like, you know, pick your spots. Why do you have to do it during
0: Yeah. I think think you could have picked any time. Yeah. I think Katie was, you know, if you came to say bye, then take, you know, take the time you need, like, it's fine. You can interrupt, but you had your one-on-one you had extra time and now you're crashing this date to talk about, you know, random personal things. That's not okay.
2: Right. And so then you have the very, I mean, this is one of the most classic moves ever is you get all of the individual people who haven't spent time with him saying, Oh, I can't, you know, as long as I'm going to get my time with him, I'm, I, it'll be fine. I'll get my time with him And then if you match strolling in, okay, guys, this has been such a great night. And we didn't have the moment like we had last year with Taysha when it was like, Oh, but I want a time with you. Like, well, too bad. The date's over. At least everybody yeah. sort of bit their tongue there. Yeah. Um, and he gives the group date to rachel who was probably the only person that we really heard from mm-hmm. o- outside of obviously the one-on-one with serena but we got a lot of rachel this week she was sort of serving as the narrator yeah, for a I large like portion of this and mm-hmm. she gets the group date rose and you know who she reminds me of who the whole the first three weeks and it took me until like an hour and 45 minutes into the third episode to, to finally figure it out. Mila Kunis. She gives me Mila Kunis
0: vibes. Mm. Yep. I can see that.
2: And so, not listen, a bad thing. no, Oh my God. That's, I mean, that sh- should shoot her immediately to the top of the list. And yeah. um, clearly things are going well. Cause she gets the group date Rose, which you may have forgotten about because once she gets the Rose, it's sort of forgotten about because then the next morning, all that is we're back to the, all about Sarah, um, and as Victoria said, you know, it's not the Sarah show, it's it's The Bachelor, and
1: even though- the memo?
2: Serena, Yeah, I know, and even though it's um, it's a one-on-one with Serena, it becomes Sarah, where all right, Serena's ready to go, oh, Sarah's not here? Oh, well, I'll go get her, and Matt has to go upstairs, and
0: again- Well, they were all like, she's not here, like, wanted her, him to be like, oh, like, what do you mean she's not here? But then, I don't think they were expecting him To go find her?
2: (laughs) No, it was definitely meant to be sort of a jab, and try to show whether it's unstable or just that you know clearly she's not here for the right reasons, or you know fill in your, you know your cliche from the show. But instead, no, let's go
0: jump jump in her bed. (laughs) Literally
2: jumps in her bed. I mean, how do you just continue to reward bad behavior?
0: Matt, come on. Yeah, gotta be better than that. I know. And And I, it was. This was such a tough episode because, like, we, everyone, I think, loved Sarah and loved her, her one on one, and especially in the beginning when you know she left her job to care for her dad, like, just everything. I we were like, oh, she's she's gonna be one of the finals. Like, she's such a front runner from week one, and then this. All this happens.
2: And, you know, so I want to jump into this before we get into the the one-on-one, mainly because the one-on-one was pretty boring. But so there's a line here because I I had trouble feeling bad for Sarah, mainly because she made her bed. So, like, when you make your bed, you (laughs) got to sleep in it. And so that's mainly where I am with this. But on the flip side of that, the women were really tough on her. I mean, you know, you want to use the bullying word, that's fine. I don't have – that's probably not what I would use, but I'm not – I wouldn't object if you want to. Mm
0: -hmm. But it's
2: just – while I I have a hard time feeling bad for her, these girls were tough, even by Bachelor standards. They were
0: tough. It was was rough. Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, basically out and out telling her – that she's gonna have be be basically be in hell. Like good luck living in this situation now. Like we're not gonna talk to you, you yeah, know, be I doing the mean that. girl act, which I could do without.
0: Yeah, I mean that I think is definitely that line was considered bullying for sure. The when Kit said you're, you know, hopefully oh what'd she say? Like hopefully your relationship with him is strong because it's not gonna be it's going to be really terrible living in this house or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's exactly it. And, you know, and even MJ who, for the most part, what we've seen of her and and we haven't really gotten a ton of either of them has been pretty like fine, you know, like not one way or the other. And both of them coming out, like swords out, ready to just attack. And again, don't approve of any of that, Mm -hmm. but It just, I couldn't get to either side because everything Sarah did, I just hated, like hated.
0: Yeah. I mean, if, if Abigail is getting mad at you, then like, (laughs) I think you need to like step back and, and think about, you know, what you're doing and how, and how you're coming across because that's,
2: that's a good one.
0: She's like, she doesn't look like she gets mad at anybody.
2: Yeah. I mean, when you've lost the sweetest person seemingly on the planet, then maybe you need to look at your methods. <laughs> Yikes. So, so you would, you would say, you would say it was bullying. Or just um, Kit's attack was bullying. Or was I all would,
0: it? I definitely Kit's comment. I would consider bullying for sure. Um And then, just the way that they all ganged up on her um knowing that she has literally no one to back her up um that i would that's definitely on the line of bullying more towards yes mm-hmm. but them calling out her for doing what she actually did i mean i don't like you have the right to try to discuss what what you were doing and how she came to a date that she wasn't welcomed on like it could have been like a regular argument or you know discussion about what was happening but it, i think it ended up i would probably lean towards bullying
2: right. yeah and like mo- i said
0: on my- most of it on most of the the comments and and how how they knew that she didn't have it's not like she had two friends there saying you know what no she didn't do that like she had the right to do blah 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 like they knew she had no one so that was that was pretty low
2: yeah i mean i i have a hard time arguing with any of that like i said i i anyone wants to say it was bullying i'm not here to to argue with that i just i had such a hard time getting on sarah's side because she was just wrong on every direction and then obviously you feel bad for her when she's talking about her father but at the same time Mm -hmm. people have to make their own decisions but when she's talking about okay with my father we're not talking about years or months we could be talking about weeks well then I have to go back to well why the hell are you here in the first place yeah like and he you know she did say I'm not leaving just because of him and he wants me to be here and so okay you want to say you're there because he said it's okay but don't you at some point have to Question if your father is potentially, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we actually have a, a, unfortunately, we don't always know when someone's going to go. If you know right. that these are the last days and you're choosing to be in the middle of Pennsylvania on a reality yeah.
0: show. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, obviously she thought about that before coming and I'm sure I'm sure in the end it was probably like a family decision and it ended up being right for her, the right decision for her. But then she finally got here and she was like, this is not the right decision for me.
2: Yeah. And it just, you know, it just seemed like she said she was going home like 12 different times and I, I kept expecting her, to, even at the end, after she said goodbye, not to, to leave. And in the next episode, when they show the car pulling up, I was expecting it to be her.
0: Yeah, and I didn't think she was She was fully gone at the end of this episode. So I, that I was surprised.
2: Yeah, and so I totally feel for her. And like you said, she was... We couldn't say enough great things about her in the beginning. So, um, and
0: even Katie did come around a little bit, um, trying to, you know, when she came up and, and talked to her and was like, you know, that was, that was really hard to watch. Um, and she kind of got into it there and, and they were able to, she was able to understand where she was coming from because she had a similar, some, in some way, a similar, um situation with her father and didn't get to say goodbye. So they kind of shared a moment there. And I think that's when Sarah knew that it was, it was best to go home.
2: Yeah. And Katie sort of said, I think what Sarah probably should have said all along, like anytime someone else can ex- express things for you better than yourself, like again, go back to what you said, probably not the best place for you, but she said, you don't, you know, we don't know what everyone's going through. So I think that's important, especially if you're trying to bully someone out of the house and that shouldn't be why she leaves. She should be leaving because of her family or because of a personal issue or, you know, for her Mm -hmm. mental well-being. but it shouldn't be because we're pushing her out the door. And if she could have just vocalized that herself and said, Hey, I have some personal issues going on with my family and, that's what has me questioning being here cuz anytime somebody as their reasoning for doing anything in this show is i don't know if i should be here well immediately that sets everyone else off you're like okay then go like we all know we want to be here right. if you don't know you want to be here then you need to leave
0: yeah you're taking up a spot for someone who actually does want to be here
2: yeah and it had nothing to do with matt ultimately but it it always sounds like that you're talking about you know the person that's there because we dealt with that last season. And there were a lot of guys like, well, if you don't want to be here, then don't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she could have just explained that away, I think. People still would have been upset because you don't crash another you know, another group date that you're not on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that it could have sort of ended a lot of this earlier if she would have just said that. Yeah. And clearly, she needs Katie to be her PR spokesperson or something.
0: Yeah, clearly. <laughs>
2: uh, and so while all this was going on, uh, we had the one-on-one, which, like I said, by and large was pretty tame. I mean,
0: yeah, I actually I really like her her vibe and her energy, um, Serena P. I mean, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like she was so up she was upbeat the entire time. Like she was just like her her laugh in. I think Matt said it was like infectious, her smile. Like it was just a good, like that's what we needed in the middle of everything else we were going through watching with Sarah and every, everyone else in the house. Like it was just, she had a, she had such good energy and there was definitely a connection there. So, um, but nothing, you know, like you said, nothing, nothing crazy happened. This day. It was a nice, it was a nice palette cleanser, I guess. Yes. Because there you go. it's, Sort of bland,
2: but fine. Like there was nothing bad about it. Um I think if anything, you had her her attacking him <laughs> in a fun way, but attacking yeah. him for having a turtle. Like are you were you yeah. a weird kid? You know, what the hell does a turtle do? You know, it just <laughs> it just stands it just sits there. Like obviously we yeah. all love turtles, but like Obviously. You know, because who doesn't like a turtle? But if you have it as a pet, what is it? It literally would just, it yeah. it's here. Um, which yeah, it I thought was fun. And she was great um, on the horse where he was sort of worried like, oh, are you gonna know what you're doing? And then she's like running in front of him. Um, yeah. And they get uh, interrupted by donkeys. Like it, it was, again, perfectly fine. Um, and yeah. he got the, the weekly dose of a, a hot tub because Obviously, of
0: course. Check that um, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if she's gonna make it to to hometowns because her her big, like, quote unquote story with him was how her dad was so against, you know, this process in the show, um, and her and her, you know, finding love on reality TV. So I wonder if that was kind of like a like a foreshadowing moment of her making it that far so we can see how he reacts to that well cuz usually they have to edit
2: the the dads to seem like they're going to kick the dude out of the house cuz they hate right. the, so the they're process
0: they're like oh this girl she might make it far <laughs> like we're going to we're going to be in the clear for this one we actually we're have the have father to do anything
2: <laughs> yes we've already convinced the father to be the bad guy this is great
0: that um, was her like her quote unquote dramatic like her one thing she chose to talk about with him, really. Well, and
2: and the other thing was they and talked about past relationships where she had yep. she had had one, um, and he really he didn't say how many he had, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. She asked, she said, "Well, how many serious relationships have you had?" And he said, Mine. "My last one." <laughs> and he said it only lasted four months, um, and. How dare she? She wanted to put a title on it. Oh my <laughs> God! How I can't believe that. Um And his way out of that was, you know, if we're not on the path to get married, then we shouldn't be doing yeah. what. I don't know if he said dating or being together, but basically, like, if you're not going to get married, sense.
0: what's the point? Makes sure, sense, I guess. But if for him, that's where you are at, if that's where you're at with your life,
2: yeah, I think more just after four months of seeing someone, if you're not ready to put some sort of title on it or say, we're not going to be anything, which I guess is what he did. Um, yeah. That's just sort of funny how he just talked about that as if it's normal. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's normal, right? I mean, yeah, no. out of the game for a while, but I think that's that seems yeah, odd no. to me. I
0: mean, me too, but <laughs> I don't think that's, <laughs> that's, that's
1: Oh, normal. Lord.
2: Um, <laughs> And so after all the Sarah stuff, um, she does go home, but not before. Oh, Serena gets the rose. Uh, we all know that. Um, but so Sarah decides, okay, I'm going to go home and stops by to see Matt first. And he tries to talk her out of it, isn't able to do that. Um, which, Matt, come on. The girl's literally there just to say she's going. Like, let I, her go. Like, I know. He, stop trying to make the sale. Like move on.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, for some. I mean, there's
0: obviously though a connect. I mean, we all saw that there was a connection on yeah. their one on one. So, um, and he's not seeing what what we're all seeing in the house, like all these, you know, all all of her crying and her going back and forth with if she should stay or not. So, um, all he has in her mind really is his mind is the one on one. I mean, and the date crashing, but. <laughs>
2: So in her sort of whole rundown of why she was leaving, do you think she should have dropped the grenade that she did about how she can't live in the house because, you know, all the women are making it miserable for her? She should have dropped names.
0: No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, if you're going and you know, you're never coming back, like might as well just be like, you know, we're not going to be together. I have no interest in doing anything else in this franchise ever again. So, here's my list of <laughs> of girls that are really actually terrible. Victoria.
2: I actually it's funny. I wasn't going in that direction here, but that reminds me of how many times I've given people crap for not specifically naming names when they leave out a rose ceremony, they don't get picked, and they say like, "Hey, by the way, XYZ, is totally fake is and
0: villain.
2: yeah like just don't let don't be fooled by them uh because people are never specific and i had totally forgotten about that especially um, when
0: there's like four only like four or five left and one person's like so terrible you're just like what do you have to lose like you're obviously <laughs> not gonna be i mean unless you're like peter and kelly like you're never gonna be together <laughs> so like what's why not try to help him out in his 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 journey
2: and those are footsteps you don't want to follow in any ways. But so that's a great point. I wasn't going that way. I was, you know, even in my notes here, I was thinking like, did you really need to mention that on your way out? But um, I'm with you. She didn't go go far enough because (laughs) I, for years, I've asked people why they haven't named names at rose ceremonies on their way out for that exact reason that you mentioned. So a plus because um, why wouldn't you say, hey, by the way, um, Kit basically. Told me that, you know, this was going to be hell on earth if I stayed here, and um, I couldn't even talk to MJ. She like walked away from me yeah. before we could even say and Victoria, two
0: words. Victoria is Victoria.
2: Yeah, and Victoria is just awful to everyone. So yeah, um, yeah.
0: I, but but no, like if you weren't going, <laughs> if you weren't going that route, um, I think I probably would have just used like my family as not an excuse, but as the reason to you know, I feel like during this time I should be with my family and they're going through a lot and it's not right for me. I don't feel it's right for me to be here. Then that's what I would have gone with. But I mean, if you're, if you're done and you know, you're done, (laughs) what's, what's the hurt unless she did and they wanted, they edited it out. And
2: yeah, that's true. And we'll (laughs) see sort of how he reacts to, that sort of information. Cause like I said, sometimes people will say something very generic, even more generic than that. And the lead will then address it with the group, you know, and usually it's something along the lines of if you're not here for me or the right reasons drink, then there's the door. So yeah. I'll be curious to see how he addresses that. And maybe that's part of what leads to these new women coming next week, which um, surprise! Surprise! There, we're getting five new people added in, and maybe that's something that they liked how it worked last time with. with say, I'm,
0: I'm actually surprised that it's actually taken this long. Like, why not throw in random people in the middle of a season? Like, why did that's, it take so long to do? Why did we need a a, bo- a pandemic when it was boring? To yeah, just, especially like, people in.
2: When, you know, this far in, which, you know, like they said, was what, three, three, four weeks, you Mm -hmm. know, where your weak spots are and sort of where, okay, we know the drama is going to come from here, going to come from there. And yeah, Victoria is going to call everyone bitches and say that they're fake and she's the queen and she's going to make some bad puns. Like they get, they know that, but you say, okay, well, we have an empty spot here and a spot here. And so you can pick and choose sort of the characters you need to come in and sort of fan the flames.
0: Yeah, so I'm here for it. Great. I think it's great. Me like, too. And it looks like it's it looks like it's going to be a, an issue for a lot of people. So yeah, my only issue
2: last time was that they only brought in the four new guys. I thought it should have been more. And so we'll see if I think five at this point is probably good because it seems like there are more people left here than there were. Maybe I'm wrong, but then there were in The Bachelorette. I don't know if that's accurate or it feels that way, maybe because it just feels like yeah. there's still less women here. And I don't know, like I know three of them mm-hmm. um, and that's probably bad, yeah. but uh, but I think it's great. I think like, let, let's let go, let's burn it to the ground. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready. And, you know, they come in guns blazing, talking about how they saved the best for last. And so they're clearly not here to play nice, which a lot of the girls were going out of their way uh, which led to the sorority comparisons like everybody was being nice nice and you know gonna sing kumbaya except Victoria and yeah. now forget that
0: like well I think that's that's what's different I think from last time like I think I I think that with the guys like as soon as Tasia came in like we didn't have any like any drama or any bad people I mean we had Bennett and then, uh, then they started like, then they started coming out and having issues like chasing and like all that like petty stuff. Yeah, but, very like, petty. Sure, I think like, I mean, we had, we had drama and mean girl drama like from day, from the first night. I feel like with Tasia, like they had, they kind of all had their friendships and like bromances going on because they <laughs> all went through that whole Claire thing. Um, and so it like, made them more of a unit when tasia came in but this is just like this is just all over the place so this will be interesting yeah.
2: i mean even to the point where someone is accusing another one of the women of basically being a prostitute and i'd love this, to see where
0: that's where that's going so i
2: listen we hate bullying and so if it's not true whatever but like how do oh you even God. know
0: that? That's why I'm interested. Like-
2: yeah. Oh, I'm so here for it. Um, yeah. And so there's a lot more drama on the way, and it hopefully won't be any more Sarah. It won't be as much Victoria. It's going to be these new women who are just coming in to just destroy everything, and I love it. It's going to be yeah. so great. I'm um, ready. I'm ready as well. Um, before we we head off to to week four, and hopefully forgetting that Matt has the worst hiccups ever. I don't know how he survives with hiccups like that. Um, was there anything oh, else?
0: God. How have we, like, never had that before? <laughs> really?
2: It's just, I don't under, like, I've had hiccups before, but I don't,
0: it's Yeah, it's intense.
2: <laughs> yeah, it just somehow, like, overtakes his entire body where he like, can't close his mouth while he does it, and it's, like, super loud. Um, so I'm, I am i I'm very confused there, but um beyond that and and the weirdest hiccups ever is there anything else going on um non matchler related?
0: Um yeah, a few things. Um nothing too crazy, but um before we leave drop the whole Sarah thing. Um I don't know if you saw the story, but there were photos that were leaked of um her pre-covid leaving a club with G Easy one time. What? No, yeah, I didn't, so,
2: absolutely did not see that.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of, um, I, that picture's, like, everywhere for some what? reason. Like, people, people are, like, really intrigued with it. Um, so, yeah, apparently one time, pre-COVID, she was spotted leaving.
2: Uh, I don't even know what to do with that.
0: I, yeah, My that's Lord. just, there you go. Um, Crystal and her boyfriend are moving in together because she's obviously pregnant. So that's probably a good idea. Um <laughs> Jordan Kimball is engaged, which to his girlfriend, which I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. Non-bachelor related. So, non-bachelor related. Okay. Um and then um another engagement is um I think this was before your time, before you started watching Bachelor, but Markel Martin um was on Andy season.
2: Yeah, that's before so, my time.
0: Yeah, so he got engaged to his girlfriend, not Bachelor-related. What are these um, people was, doing? Yeah, but he was from Andy season, and he was on Paradise, I think the first season, first or second, maybe. Um, and he was also, um, a lot of people in Bachelor Nation had hopes of him being the first Black Bachelor back in in that day of, I think, like, I don't know. I don't know what year it was, twenty. Like 14, 2015.
2: That sounds right. So well, right before I started watching. Because I want I was pretty K, sad that so. it
0: took this long to get our first Black Bachelor, but um that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. And then this is like not negative, it's kind of negative, but also kind of funny at the same time. Um, so I don't know if you saw Mike Fleiss tweeted. Um he he tweeted a few days ago whoever that former cast member slash idiot is who went to the rally at the Capitol. I have a message for you. You're officially exiled from bachelor nation. So then everyone started replying to that tweet and no surprise. It was James McCoy Taylor. Oh yeah.
2: it's not a surprise. um, Uh Who's
0: very um, on like, has no problem tweeting and Instagramming his views, political views, um, on every single matter. But um, he, I honestly forget what season he's from, but he really tried to just launch his mu- country music career. Um, so, do we know if he was actually in the Capitol or if he was just at the no, rally? I believe he was just at the rally.
2: Okay, so he wasn't a terrorist. He was just one of the people at the rally. Okay. Yeah, because big difference. Uh, I mean, one so, one is one is going to prison, and one is perfectly fine.
0: Right? No, I I have not seen that he was actually Interesting. in. Okay, because
2: yeah. I'm gonna say like this is it's a big difference.
0: So, so then Mike Fleiss replied and was like, "Thank you all for letting me know," and tags James Taylor and says, "Shame on you." And then everyone starts flipping out. Because he tagged James Taylor, the actual James Taylor, (laughs) and- Like James Taylor, James Taylor. Like James Taylor, James Taylor, like the OG. (laughs) And then everyone starts replying and was like, oh my gosh, you tagged the wrong James Taylor. And started freaking out about that. And then he finally came back a day later and said, apologies to James Taylor. I love fire and rain. (laughs) Oh my um, god! I thought that was pretty great, <laughs> but that's incredible. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I have.
2: Awesome. Well, um, listen, uh, it was a fun week. Uh, look forward to having another one, uh, Sarah Free, next week. And uh, make sure you follow us on all socials at Bachelor Podcast Katie, thank you as always. Thank you. And we will see you next week.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.